0: On this episode of the Macworld Podcast, it's all about your hot takes. We'll respond to your thoughts on Apple TV+, the Apple Google COVID-19 API, Apple's rumored AR glasses, and more. Stay tuned. Before we move on, we have a giveaway that we got going on to commemorate the the 700th episode of the Macworld Podcast. That's this episode. Wow. This we have
1: 700 hot takes to look to, to, to sit through now.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I wonder,
1: like, what if Twitter existed back when, like, the, when, when the original Mac came out? Like, it oh, would have been God, fascinating geez. to read everyone's, like, real-time comments oh, on that man. stuff.
2: During that Super Bowl ad. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: That would have blown it up. Well, we're teaming with RAF Power for a giveaway of their PD90-watt gallium nitride wall charger. Today, we announced the three lucky winners of this device that you can use to charge your MacBook Pro in a shorter amount of time. Uh, And the winners are Bob B. from California, Dave G. from California, and Marshelia K. from Nebraska. We're not disclosing their full names just to maintain their privacy. If you are a winner, we will be in contact with you, and we'll figure out how to get you your prize. Congratulations to our winners. Woo! Awesome. If you didn't win and you still want the charger, Raft Power is offering a special promotional code that you can use on Amazon. You can get the charger for $46.99. That's down from the regular price of $54.99. And you can get that code and more information on macworld.com. This is a special edition of the show where we feature your hot takes from the Macworld social media feeds. The hot takes are your reactions to Macworld stories and other happenings in the world of Apple. We'll share what you wrote and we will offer our thoughts. You can see the original hot take postings and the show notes for this podcast on macworld.com. We'll also link to the original social media posts so you can see how other readers responded to their comments. Does that sound good? Sounds good right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, the first two comments are about Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, Jason wrote a six-month evaluation of the service. First comment comes from DJ Shep 2018 on Twitter. He wrote that Apple TV Plus's biggest problem is how to watch it on the big screen. It doesn't support Chromecast, meaning you either need an Apple TV or a new enough TV that supports the app. He thinks this is ridiculous and not helping to expand its appeal. And at Tech's Corner wrote that the problem with Apple TV Plus shows it's not that they are not well made; they're good. They have good music, good picture quality. The problem is that they're not well written. The plots are either too obvious, too simple, or too plain. Poor. To be one of the main players, they have to improve. So going back to the Chromecast, thing, yeah. I don't know if that's correct.
2: I, I don't think it's. I don't think it supports Chromecast. Like, cause you're in the. No,
1: there's no Apple TV Android app. I know that. Um, right. There's Chrome, no Android app. That's how app you would in... stream to Chromecast from your phone. But well it, a lot there are there are iphone apps video apps
2: that support chromecast that do support chromecast none of the apple ones do right so and that's, that's so when the I'm tv app to. isn't going to it's going to airplay yeah fine but they're, they're they'll never support chromecast and yeah. i just don't think that that's like a serious hindrance for adoption i think the sphere of people who are like Everything I, I watch on my TV is streamed from my phone to a Chromecast exclusively, not to an Apple TV. I don't use smart apps on my TV. I don't use my game console. I don't use my Roku. I don't use my, like, I think that's a pretty small group. Yeah.
1: Um, it, it does bring it, up an interesting point that Apple doesn't have a first party inexpensive solution to stream to your TV. Yeah. The,
2: the best you can do is get an Apple TV which is and wild. then use AirPlay and that's a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought you can use Google Chrome on your Mac, and then oh, that could watch be. Apple TV Plus on the on Google Chrome, and then use
2: that's the a, Chrome browser. That's a hell of a solution, but maybe. Too. Yeah, that might that might <laughs> work.
0: I think you can do that. Yeah, I think,
2: yeah, I think you could if you had phone. if all, if all you had on your TV was a Chromecast and no smart apps and no other streaming box. I think you could use Chrome Yeah, because you browser, can watch it on TV the web. Apple. should work, com.
1: yeah.
0: Right. You, so you're effectively watching on the browser and you're just watch streaming. Right. Streaming. I,
2: I wonder if that's going to prevent you from getting 4K HDR and all that other good stuff. Possibly. possibly yeah. I, I think that you it, that want. Is, Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
2: and, and this is why yeah. Apple is um, working with TV partners and stuff to support AirPlay natively in TVs. Yeah. You know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to have an old enough TV where you, it doesn't support the app doesn't support airplay you don't have any other streaming boxes yeah. only a chromecast and then yeah then you you've
1: got kind of a hard road to getting it on your tv well i mean there are a bunch of tvs that support it now but they are as you say they're newer and it's maybe samsung and lg have they have they branched out beyond those two yet? yeah
2: sony's got some and, okay. and there's a couple other um okay. Viz- I want to say vizio Not necessarily the TV app, but just support HomeKit and AirPlay, or AirPlay two, technically.
1: Yeah. So there there are options. Yeah, I mean that that's the least least of my concerns are how to watch it. I mean, there's ample more than we thought when they announced this venture, for sure.
2: True. Yeah, that kind of brings us to that second hot take about the shows not being well written. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think it depends on the show. Just yeah, like that's every a, other streaming, yeah, some services, are really good, some originals.
1: Are, um, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, a not, matter of
0: I'm, taste, and you know, it's.
2: I'm watching Defending Jacob now. I'm not like this is so much worse written than any Amazon original or Hulu original or HBO show or something. It's not. It's fine. It has a problem. It's too long <laughs> for what for subject matter, but it's not. You know, and the same thing with the Morning Show or For All Mankind or you know stuff like that. Like. These are absolutely be first tier shows on yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah, Netflix. I mean the morning
1: show was. No. I mean that was fantastic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm legit waiting for the second season. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the servant was was good. You know, even even very good. There's a couple others that I that I liked, and you know, just like Netflix, some are, some are I can't wait to watch the next one, like Stranger Things, and some mm-hmm. are that was that was good. And if it pops up again, I'll watch it. If not, I'm not going to miss it. The only
2: sort of marquee apple tv plus show that i feel like had real writing problems with c which i didn't see that had a lot of things that i liked about it but it, it really runs into this problem where every problem is kind of solved by jason momoa showing up with a sword <laughs> like ultimately like they try to kind of do interesting things and there's a lot of interesting kind of like what's the politics of this world many generations beyond when everyone lost their sight and stuff like that. And that kind of none of it really matters. Every problem still gets solved by Jason Momoa showing up with a sword.
0: So yeah, did you guys see the special quarantine episode of Mythic Quest that came out recently?
1: You said you didn't though, right? I did. I'm the wow. only one
0: who's seen it. I haven't. Seen I haven't it, watched
1: the yeah. show at all. I just, I just see the little trailer that comes by when I accidentally click on the yeah. Apple TV app.
2: <laughs> it's worth it. It gets after the first couple episodes. It really starts to get good and turn a corner.
0: Yeah. But um,
1: they, I, I like the, uh, the the Beastie Boys documentary they had. That was awesome. The the bigger problem I have with Apple TV is there's no like like Netflix. You know when a show comes out, like it's everywhere and people are talking about it. And yeah. No you go into the app and it's it's front and center. Like there's nowhere to go for Apple TV. There's no,
2: yeah, there's the, the promotion yeah. angle is it's weird. weird. It's, it's, weird it's that so it's, not Apple. Yeah, it feels like, well, it's one of their channels, right? And it's yeah. treated the same as all the other channels. And it's not like, oh, I can open an app for Apple TV shows right. and browse comedies or something, right? Like, and there's not enough content for that now, but they're going to have to solve this problem at some I agree. Point.
1: Yeah. they're going to have to split it off into its own thing because right Right. now the Apple TV app is everything.
2: Yeah. And there's a, you can go down to channels you've subscribed to somewhere down there
1: and kind of horizontally
2: scroll through shows, but But that's not.
1: My my guess is most people don't use that app at all. They go to HBO or they go to Netflix or they go to Hulu or whatever they're using, not the Apple TV app to get to that stuff. Yeah. Right.
2: And, and therefore they're not seeing the Apple TV
1: plus content.
2: Yeah, and if you're a subscriber or something like that, you open that app and it's anything from any of your shows, right? Yeah. From any it's, of your right. subscriptions continue- and it's not even
1: like at the top, it's your stuff and then you got to go down, which most people if they do use it, they'll stay there. Right. It's 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 not the best UI. And I don't know if an Apple TV Plus standalone app would be a better solution because then you got to have Apple TV and Apple TV Plus, which is equally confusing. It needs to at least be a tab, right? Like the yeah, okay, top. Fine. If yeah. it was a
2: top level tab, like they have kids and movies, mm-hmm. that might
1: that might you know, help.
2: Um, because they really need to let you. Right now, they don't because there's not enough content. But they need to let you browse by categories yeah. and stuff. Like I think two there's years, enough two years from now, at
1: least well, by if, show name.
2: Yeah, yeah you can you know. browse by show name. But if you looked under, say, comedy, or now there'd be like two things, and then mm-hmm. you would say yeah. drama, and there'd be four things, and they're, you know, kids and yeah. yeah, yeah. And, so it needs to expand um but did you see all right to the mythic quest quarantine episode did you see the parks and rec one that they did
0: i, I did not see it, it. I, I heard about it but, but i did not watch so quarantine. they did
2: one where the conceit yeah. is leslie nope has a daily call tree and they all call each other they all facetime each other in sequence and stuff
0: yeah
2: um uh the mythic quest one was a lot sharper than that one it was a lot more clever in uh fitting into the rest of the show, fitting into what we all deal with with quarantine and everything it had more um, more drama to it I would
1: say you know it, it so, was cool that yeah. apple t v or whoever the producers are made that episode and kind of added it as like bonus content to people who who were fans of the show,
2: yeah, it was the show it was the first time was- I've
1: kind of seen that.
2: Yeah, the showrunners basically said, Well, you know, all production is shut down. So they're like, Well, we can't ignore that this happened. If we have next season, uh, we're going to have to make it the quarantine season. Like, we can't do that. So let's, we can do this. It addresses the whole COVID thing and stuff. And then when we finally get able to produce the show again, it can just be post-COVID, and we don't have to
1: worry about it. Yeah, speaking of that and Apple TV, I think Apple is going to be hurt the most by the lack of production. It's going to be a significant gap at some point Mm. where original content is going to be very, very sparse. Yes. And Apple does not have a deep catalog or a back catalog at all. So Disney's fine, Netflix is fine, Hulu's fine, and then Apple Mm -hmm. is like, all right, even if I'm a diehard fan, which it doesn't seem there's that many of them, once I exhaust those programs, I got nothing. Yeah,
2: anything in post production's okay. Anything yeah. that's still got filming to do is, is in real is, trouble. And, for,
1: and right, so and, for as everyone. far as what we've read, like I don't know if morning shows, servant—I don't think any of those are done. So now they're almost—they almost have to start over. I don't know. Right? Or they gonna, yeah. they're going to have to get people reinterested in this stuff. Possibly twelve to eighteen mm-hmm. months from now.
2: Yeah, I or I, I really don't, why, don't know how many of this if, sort of. Second season shows have shot their second seasons yet. Yeah. I don't know either. But
1: even so, like, there's reshoots and stuff. Like, all that's going to be on costs. And, like, you know, movies can handle it. They can just delay. Like, you know, Disney's fine. They have Disney has one friggin' show and they have like 18 zillion uh, subscribers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because they have an enormous back catalog. Right. A ridiculous back catalog. Right, So they're going to be fine. Netflix is is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But Apple is, you know, it's, this is a ridiculous uphill. It was an uphill battle before. And now it's just like, boy, what are they going to do to get people to stay interested? They certainly can't start charging in November. They're going to lose everybody. Right. (laughs) Well, they, that would only
2: be for the people who bought phones in November. Like the deal's still going on now and it's still a free year. Well,
1: that's so, what I'm saying. Like for anyone who bought the iPhone 11, which is, you know, 200 million right. people. Or whatever, bought it at launch. Bought it at launch. Well, it's still going on. That's not on. that many. Well, it's right? everybody. It's, it's from launch to now. It's any Apple device from November till now. Anyone who bought one is on a free contract.
2: Right. I'm just saying they have more than till November. Like if I bought a phone last week, I have until,
1: Oh, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. I I wasn't using that as a hard and fast date. I was just saying if they all of a sudden say that that promotion's over now, it's five bucks a month, right? They're going to lose people. every. Which brings
2: us to sort of the news that that just came out from Bloomberg that they're actually licensing some content.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fraggle Rock's going to save Apple TV plus.
1: <laughs> Fraggle Rock was a good show 25 years
0: ago. It's funny. The so the,
2: they said they're licensing some TV content, back catalog TV content, but no big major, major hits. And sort of there the are, first are, one. Are there
1: any left? I mean, everyone scooped those up. Yeah.
2: I don't know what it would be, the but they, gone, they made a deal with the Jensen company to reboot Fraggle Rock and make all the old episodes available. Yeah. And that's, great it was a great show at its time i don't know if kids today are going to be interested
1: it's a a very niche product even back then it was kind of niche yeah i don't know yeah
2: i saw that it went on for like four or five years and had 96 episodes i was like what Yeah. Uh, i think there
0: was i think variety did an article on on the fraggle rock thing and they also brought up that apple had put a bid on the james bond franchise wow
1: yeah that, but, that would be big
0: but yeah I, I, that, but that was like a few years ago and I, I guess no one that that still hasn't been picked up i i'm kind of surprised that I yeah, guess as far as, as i know that's
1: not streaming
0: anywhere anywhere
1: right yeah. is that any of any that, of any um contract I or any that, deal.
2: yeah i think the film rights and that those are contracts for five or six or whatever years at a time but i think mgm's got them bought up now and they make those movies but i don't know who right like nobody has like a blanket streaming rights to the yeah, yeah. and a
1: lot of them are on like network not network but cable tv like tnt or yeah you know, no they uh, there's
2: individual films get each get their own rights for these
1: yeah. things i've seen individual films stream for a certain amount of time and go away yeah. Even Disney has that issue where some things aren't available on Disney plus cause they're streaming on TBS or some other channel until you know, December or October or whatever. Yeah. Until the deal
2: expires. Right.
0: Apple and Google released their COVID-19 API. And I guess some users aren't comfortable with this. Uh, this um. One <laughs> user in particular, Craig Daly, posted on our Facebook page. He wrote, Apple and Google are selling everyone down the river. They both release tracking data, data over to the government without warning anyone. Apple sucks now. Jobs oh. is dead and gone. And so- That, the, that, that take isn't just hot, it's, it's blistering. <laughs> yeah. It's also wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Craig yeah. wrote, oh, just to finish up, Craig wrote, I'm an Apple user, a longtime Apple user. Still the truth is the truth. Apple's a compromised mega wealthy company like any other.
2: Well, that's a whole other yeah. ball of wax. <laughs> but in terms of how this COVID thing a- API works, first you have to no no information is released to anyone Zero. anywhere. If you download
1: iOS ten point whatever thirteen point five, nothing is being transmitted to anybody. Nothing's being like, tracked, recorded, nothing. transmitted. Nothing. It's off by default. Even if it, even if there was yeah. an app that you were hooked up to, it's off by default. It's nothing's right. working right now.
2: So your state health agency has to publish an app that works with it. So far, there's three states that are on board. And they haven't released their apps yet. When they do, you'll you'll you can uh, you have to turn it on. You'll launch the app, and it'll say do you want to participate in this. No information still goes anywhere. All g- goes gets uploaded anywhere. It just makes a unique ID that doesn't have any of your personal information in it at all. It doesn't have your name, your Apple ID, location, age, nothing. It's just a big string of random letters and numbers that's just different from everybody else's, and it just sends that to everybody you come within Bluetooth range of right. and and, it, and you keep a log of everybody else's thing that they send to you. <laughs> everybody on else's on unique ID. It's, it's on, it stayed on, on your phone it and it's just that plus the Bluetooth signal strength because that's kind of a proxy for how close you were and for how long you were close to that person. That's, that's all that the log keeps and it still doesn't go anywhere. Right. And then when somebody tests positive, they can go in the yeah. app, and voluntarily say yes i tested positive include my id in the list of positive ids you, and and then only then does their unique id string and it's still no name or anything like that get uploaded to the government It's the first time anything gets uploaded anywhere and it gets uploaded to the government and then everybody's phone downloads that list and checks it for a match and if it gets a match then it says oh you were near somebody who tested positive for COVID what goes to the government then is there was a match and it was for this long, this amount of time with this signal strength, it doesn't have your location, doesn't have who the people are, doesn't associate your, any, any of your information, your name or anything like that with that idea. And so the government just gets a picture. If everybody's kind of opting in all the time, they get a picture of, oh, there's a lot of contacts happening. For a, lot of, for a lot of period of time and stuff so that then they can adjust their policies. They don't get any information about where these contacts are happening or who between who or anything like that. But even if you don't believe all that, even if you're <laughs> just like, if you're just like, no, they're, they're, I don't believe that. They're selling our, our, they're giving them our location information anyway. Well, then they, they don't, don't need this app. Well, yeah. or, or, or if you believe that, if you believe they're just lying about it, then why do you believe they need this update to do that? You, yeah. you would. Why wouldn't you just believe they've been giving your location data to the
1: government all along? Jason, no one's looking for your logic and rationality <laughs> in this argument.
0: Oh, well, you're introducing things that make sense, and that that yeah, doesn't that work doesn't in fit into conspiracy era.
2: theories.
1: I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just a bigger thing of. You know, we're in an era now. People will believe what they want to believe. Right.
1: I've seen, it's not just this one comment. There's lots and lots. There's lots lots of of this. And it's a shame because this kind
2: of contact tracing. This is what we need. Is really important. Yes. Um, And it's a, it's a critical part. If you're, if you're part of that set that says we need to get back to having some sort of uh, sense of society being normal again, while mitigating the effect of this this virus then th- this is a really key thing to make that happen it's a shame yeah. not more states are participating
0: well most I of the states want to
2: roll their own uh solution and those that's do the track ones location. you should be worried about yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, I was, yeah that those are the ones you're going to be worried about and you know if if more states aren't going to adopt this api then there's no issue really to be worried right. about you know it's But you're right. It's if the governments come out with their own apps, then that's those are the apps. Yeah,
2: most of the complaints from states have been that the Google and Apple API is too private, and they want to actually get location data.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, You know, uh, pseudo anonymized or or whatever, they still want to be able to say say where contacts happening, which you don't. If, if you everyone don't,
1: plays ball, you don't need, they don't need that. Right. Uh,
2: I mean, it can, it can I, that's useful information, but it's like you have to weigh that usefulness versus the privacy issue.
1: Yeah, I mean, Apple is, Apple and Google are literally saying, "Listen, we're we're putting the data in your hands. It's up to you mm-hmm. guys. We're going to tell you if you've been in contact, and it's up to you to get tested and to quarantine yourself." Mm-hmm. These people are saying, "Well, I don't want that. I want what? What? What do you want? You want someone to come knocking on your door and say that you were, you were in a in a contact zone, and we're we're boarding up your house for two weeks? because yeah. that's the alternative. Yeah. If you don't do it the right way, and this keeps going, that's the next
0: step." Yeah. Well, Jason wrote a great uh, FAQ that explains everything that he actually just talked about. But if you want to study it a little more, check our website. We got a link to that. Um, uh, It's got
2: pictures. It's got pictures. Pictures from from Google and Apple (laughs) that's like showing how it works.
1: And, And not to be overlooked, it's, it's pretty remarkable that, Apple and Google, A, worked together on this and B, turned it around so quickly. It, it's yeah. only been a few weeks. I mean, this is, it should Yeah. Be they got
2: this impressive. done in like two months. Yeah. <laughs> you know, done and released in yeah. like two months. Really, really very impressive. Cool.
1: Yeah. With no support from the federal government from what I can tell. This was all a private, you know, they just decided amongst themselves that we need to do this. Yeah.
2: They said, well, we make the operating systems for literally all the smartphones yes. <laughs> <Right. laughs> between the two of us. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So kudos, despite the people who don't think that, uh, it was done altruistically.
0: A rumor that's picked up some steam is in regards to Apple's efforts with AR glasses. We've got, there was actually a lot of response to yeah. this rumor
1: well, it came uh, out of left field. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if if you're not aware of this rumor, check our website. Uh, we'll have a link to what the rumors are all about. Uh, but there was a lot of response. Uh, Paul Venker on Facebook wrote that I guess calling them eyeglasses would be a little too on the note. Yeah,
1: we don't, we don't do that yeah. anymore. But <laughs> Steve Jobs would have called them eyeglasses in 1998 yeah. for sure. <laughs> sure. They don't do I anything anymore, right. Not anymore.
2: just it's, legacy products. All the, the new last, products are the last ap- Apple the, uh, symbol,
1: right. whatever. It was the, the iPad I believe was the last one in 2010. I could be wrong about that, but I think that was the last new product with the I name.
2: You're probably
0: right. Luis Angel wrote that if there's an option to add prescription lenses to it, I might actually be interested. Yep. Although he would probably wait a for the second be. or third generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I, I said on a other podcast, you know, I'd be into it too, but my lens is probably so complicated that I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, Martin Pridgeon wrote, why? Didn't they learn anything from Google's attempt with Google glasses? What a waste of time and money. Well,
1: I'm sure they did learn quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and on the other side, James McIntyre wrote, kind of hoping rumors are true. He'd be down for buying them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we kind of um, see what they are, yeah, how, they right. work. how long the battery
2: lasts. Like, there's a million questions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But I think there's this feeling that Apple would do this product, not necessarily completely the right way, but in the right direction.
2: Yeah. I don't think the there's a lot of companies with- that have the combination of the technical savvy to make good air glasses uh, and the design savvy to make something that's, like glasses. I, I can't that buy it work any well.
1: other than Apple. Yeah.
2: Right. I mean that's why Apple Watch did so well.
1: Yep. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: It's also why no one has really come out with one that competes. You mm-hmm. know, when you're when you're talking about a wearable and AirPods fall into this category too, like it has to be a cultural thing. It has to be recognizable. It has to work well and it has to be something that people are going to want to wear.
2: Yeah. And there's not a lot of companies that Mm-mm. that can do that and also tackle the
1: incredibly big technical hurdles to bring AR the, to the masses. The, right. I mean, Ray-Bans are awesome, but they're not going to have the engineering team to make something like this. Exactly.
2: I mean, a, a company like Google could work together with someone, you know. But it, again, <laughs> or, or Microsoft, for example, yeah. you know, uh, would work together with a separate design company, but it's
1: tough. But I mean, then, is, you know, we've seen products that are that are cooperative, uh, co- collaborative like that, and they always mm-hmm. end up not being successful. But this is kind of
2: where I mean, even if it stumbles at first, uh, this is the kind of stuff I want to see from Apple. Like I, totally. I, I want them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want just like new iPhones and iPads
1: and, and MacBooks yeah. every year for the rest of my life like yeah this is the absolute next step even if it's yeah. not the thing that we're going to be using for the next 10 years this is where we right. are this is the, uh, either the it's next the thing or the stop gap. It has to be yeah right
0: it's part of the like, evolution of wearables yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: but um there's a you know to those to those takes about um you know whether or not it would release um this rumor, uh, you know, it came from John Prosser, who has a recent track record of getting things correct. This one came, all of a sudden he, was, he just dumped a ton of information about these things where, we, you know, we hadn't had specifics like this yet. You know, uh, Bloomberg, Mark Gurman had, you know, they're working on this. Ming-Chi Kuo had, you know, vague kind of 2021, 2022. All of a sudden we got this mound of information. Like, I've yeah. seen a prototype and here's all this stuff. Yeah. Then two days later, he he said... Oh, and also they're working on this uh, Steve Jobs legacy model, which would be like his famous circle, circular classes. Yeah. So it, it seems like maybe this is one of those planted things that Apple kind of floats out there <laughs> to yeah. kind of see who's feeding information to somebody like this. I'm not saying that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's all correct. And I talked to Prosser. A couple of months ago, we did an interview with him, and he did say that you know he vets these things and he needs them from multiple sources and all that stuff. So, yeah. assuming all of that happened here, this is a lot of information to have all at once with no warning.
2: True. Uh, I, I think he mentioned something in it about how he's been kind of sitting on this stuff for legal reasons uh, and trying to protect his yep. sources and he stuff did, like yeah. that. So, so that may be part of it, like waiting for second confirmation from the second source so he's mm-hmm. not. Exposing somebody or tripping like you said a a, a tripwire of a false plant <laughs> to find leaks yeah. so it it could have to do with a lot of that kind of
1: stuff yeah it, it very well could be accurate and,
0: and none
2: legit. of it none of it doesn't make any sense considering no, agree that we haven't agree. seen it like it all it all seems like reasonably possible
1: <laughs> sure yeah. Uh, the time frame is a little bit surprising where it would be like originally slated for the end of this year and then released in the middle of next year. That's, that's quick. Well, I was thinking more 2021-2022, 20, but maybe. But you rewind, you rewind a couple of years to
2: when we were running rumors about this stuff in like 2018. Mm-hmm. And everybody was saying like, oh, they're not going to be ready till 2020. <laughs> and it seemed like so far away. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. they're still two years out. Yeah. But it's been a couple of years. We've been hearing yeah,
1: it's true. this forever. It just, I mean, yeah, it could be. It's just there's nothing really like usually Samsung does something or someone does something and you can see okay, Apple will do this better. There's yeah. nothing. There's just nothing there's not in much. This, there's in this the closest class. thing is is Microsoft's t-
2: Hololens, they which a second is a
1: gigantic—it's a gigantic headset. You know, it's yeah. not glasses.
2: No. Yeah, so, the, um, the second gen is kind of like a visor, yeah. sort of sort of thing. But they're still it's still they're, big. You know, it's yeah, still it's big. big. It's not glasses, but mm-hmm. it, you could see where it's like okay, that's the precursor.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I mean, we'll see if if that happens. It would be pretty remarkable if all of what he said comes out in the next you know six to 12 months it will be you know like Mm -hmm.
0: mind-blowingly cool that just about does it for this week's episode of the macworld podcast episode 700 want to thank jason cross thank you and thanks to michael simon
1: thanks roman happy 700th have you have you have you been around for all 700 of them
0: sometimes it feels like it
1: <laughs> there's there's been more than 700 because we did some
2: special yeah. episodes that weren't our yeah. part of the normal numbering thing but the still
0: 700 is not an official thing because when we used to have macworld expo they would do a lot of smaller podcasts and they weren't included in the numbering sequence uh, yeah i see so i mean it, it's probably more like 730 ish or something but anyway. and congrats to our winners yeah. yeah, and congrats to our winners.
1: Check your spam and junk folders, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. That true. actually
0: was an issue with our last contest. So, if.
2: Yeah, sending somebody a out. mail that says you won a contest <laughs> is <like> completely <laughs> so hard to get past yeah. a spam filter. So,
0: yeah. So, check your spam filter. Uh, we'll be in touch in regards to getting you your prize. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.